you know, again, not, not just the restaurant side of things, not just creating a menu and dishes and that sort of thing. It was the, the entire process is something that, you know, is very passionate to me. Welcome to the Invest Local Podcast, where we uncover the brilliance of local businesses that are slugging it out, serving their customers and giving back to their own communities. Check us out at vicinitycapital.com and give us a follow on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Also, we are not making any investment recommendations, nor are we providing any sort of investment advice. Now on with the show. I'm not so good with my Italian name, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Welcome, folks, to the Invest Local Podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm McDonald, and joining me today is Joseph Lachesi. I'm saying yep. that right? You got it. <laughs> Want to dig into the uh, Belladina's Italian Deli and Market there on Hudson Street, a super exciting project. Joey and, and his father um, have a rich, long family history in restaurants and food, um, really unique background, and so want to dig into some of that as well. But, Joey, appreciate you being on the show today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Look forward to it. Well, I kind of want to start right at the the beginning. So, Belladinas, you know, I, I know, but but for the audience's sake, would love to have you share where the where the name came from and what got you into this in the first place. Yeah, so the the name is um, essentially my oldest daughter, whose name is Carabella, and Sabadina uh, is my youngest daughter. Sabadina is named after my grandmother on my father's side. Carabella is basically my uh, my late mother-in-law, her name with uh, with beautiful on top of it. So uh, that's right. how we came up with Belladinas. You know, we're not real creative when it comes to names. Italians tend to use the same probably eight or ten names through everything. And, <laughs> and uh, this, this kind of gave us a clean slate and plenty of time as we sat through uh, the coronavirus. Like, you know, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to come up with this? What, what are we going to do that's different? So... Uh, actually, between my my mother and my oldest daughter, they're the ones that came up with it. So that's it, awesome. Uh, it's had a nice jingle to it. Yeah, a true a true family affair for <laughs> for a family uh, focused restaurant. I love it. Um, yes. So yeah. So in the in the family vein, take me back to the beginning. So obviously, you're you're like a multi generational um, restaurant family. Where where did it all start? Yes, yeah, so my dad. Um, ever since he moved in the country. In the 70s, um, he either worked for family members that they all had pizzerias, uh, worked in the donut shop. You know, he moved to Brooklyn as soon as he got here from Italy. Those were the only jobs he's ever done other than Italian food. That, that little stint for, I don't know, those few years working uh, a second job as, you know, 14, 15, 16-year-old kid in a donut shop. It's, uh, it's always been Italian food and pizzas, and that's it. So was that the same thing for you? Did you kind of grow up in the grow up in the kitchen, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. I mean, they didn't uh, they didn't necessarily force it on us. It wasn't laid out in a way like, okay, when I retire, quote unquote, you know, you you take over. Yeah, um, I definitely spent my years chasing you know other dreams and what I thought was my call, and I always use it as like my safety net. My background was hockey. I, I always played hockey since I was a kid. I mean, everybody always said I was a better skater than I was a walker. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I had a, a couple really bad injuries and, and my career as a professional or semi-professional hockey player was, was uh, short-lived. I, I knew I had something I could fall back on. 
and even then I didn't really take it serious, you know, up until probably about 10 years ago. And then I was like, okay, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed not just the, the, um, restaurant, uh, running and operating and building it. You know, I also uh, thoroughly enjoyed the construction process, the building it, getting dirty and, mm. and designing. I mean, I hate the idea of paying and I know that's, that's a whole nother industry, but but paying somebody to come up with what they think my pizzeria or my restaurants should look like. You know, we start with a, a focal point and just kind of go from there. And that's just something that my my dad's always done, just watching him spend hours literally staring at, at four walls in a restaurant and say, okay, this is how it has to be um, set up. This is how it has to flow. And then just kind of start building from there. And, and that's definitely something that, you know, again, not, not just the restaurant side of things, not just creating a menu and dishes and that sort of thing. It was the, the entire process is something that, you know, is very passionate to me. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I've never heard it described that way where you really kind of take into account the whole space, if you will, um, that it's not yeah. just about the food or, or the menu, but the space involved. And, you know, going to your current location on Washington Street there, that is very apparent, you know, from the mural on the walls to the way the booths wrap around the kitchen. It's just, it's the consideration for space is really cool. So what, what was kind of the turning point for you? Like what made you say, all right, now this is something that, that I am really passionate about, that I'm really good at, that kind of took you into, uh, into this head, headlong? Well, so I, I took over, my dad had Vito's Pizza in Greer for, uh, 10 years and I took it over in 2017 and just figuring out little changes that need to be made <clears throat> or there were definitely trials you know at that point but watching the the business grow in 2017 uh well not, not so much 17 but I'd say 2018 and then 2019 those were the two best years and they grew more than the the previous eight years Wow. And, and again, it was just structuring things a little bit differently. Me and my dad worked so well, like he obviously has the old school mentality, which he's, he's definitely instilled in me, but you know, it's, it's 2021. There's a lot of things, uh, at our fingertips that some of the older generation, they don't, they don't know, or they haven't been able to completely grasp. So making some of those changes and, and focusing a little bit more on employing rather than just you know, being the one behind the counter doing all of the work yeah, um, has allowed us to be able to, you know, really develop and, and continue to grow. And, you know, even the little place on Washington Street, right out the gate, it's been nothing. Every single month has been better and better and better and better, where a lot of places are either struggling or, or closing up, you know, which, you know, is sad in itself, but it's just being able to, to adapt. And, and when I when I saw how we were doing uh, those last couple of years, then I was like, I love creating something and, and, and the challenge behind, okay, how can I, how can I make it the best? Like, I know our food is a proven concept and, and I know that our personalities need to be uh, projected through the food and through the ambiance and the way that the, the places flow and the way they're built out. Um, and, and that to me was the one thing that Greer was lacking, not, not as a city, but the location because we're in a shopping center and we're limited to what we could what we could do out on the patio and that's why i decided to sell it nothing to do with the business the business was was actually phenomenal uh for for that space and that location and but i just needed a clean slate you know people thought i was crazy because they're like oh you know 
you're selling something that is established and, and yeah. just kind of running itself and we, we were still growing, but I just needed, I needed a, a blank canvas. I needed something that I could literally paint on the walls. I needed something that I could build exactly how I want it in my mind. Having that blank slate allowed me to throw some paint on the walls and then have one artist come in and do a little bit of a mural and then have another artist come in and do a little bit of a mural and then I could jump on the countertop. It allowed yeah. me to piece the place together. And, uh, and that's kind of what's happening with, with Hudson and also with Easley. It's, um, you know, my thing is I want you to be able to walk in the place and not just be in awe with the food, but also the ambiance. Like I want every time you come in to, to find something different on the walls that you didn't notice the first time or the second time or the third time. And, you know, my uncle's an artist, so I always have his framed artwork going up on the walls and moving around from place to place. And uh, my daughters, you know, their, you know, foot and the hand prints and, the stuff they're doing in art class, you know, like that to me keeps it fun and very, yeah, um, very family oriented. No, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's it's very visually engaging. Yeah, if you're in Greenville and you haven't, need to stop by and see it because it is um, it's it's totally unique. Would you attribute kind of the success of the Washington Street location to a lot of that? Just kind of the unchained creativity, or is there is there more of a secret sauce behind what's made it work so far? I mean, I, I mean, I think that's it exactly. You know, when it comes to like the food, it, it, it's just there's some simplicity behind the menu and the ingredients that we use. And I'm very open about what we what we use and sometimes overly critical about what other places use or don't use because it, like, it strikes a nerve when I see somebody out in front of another pizza place and maybe they're busy, but I see what they're serving their customers and I want everybody's business because it has nothing to do with money in my pocket. It's just the importance and the passion of giving people quality food. And I think people are starting to realize that. And again, not that I want to you know, hurt somebody else's business. I want to blow up Belladina's because if you have, you know, 10 or 12 pizza places downtown Greenville, it's like, why? You know, what, what are the other places given that we're not given? I want everybody to have great food. Uh, and I know you don't get that in all the other places. So I think a lot of the customers are starting to see that. And I get people that drive from Spartanburg, from Easley, from <laughs> Clemson. I mean, we have, and this is no lie. I have, I have some customers that I say they're regulars, but, you know, maybe once or twice a month on the weekends, um, three couples that I know of that drive all the way from uh, Atlanta area. Wow. Um, <laughs> two of them drive together. Uh, I have I have two other couples that I know of that drive from Charlotte, and I know that those places have good pizza places. I, I know that for a fact, but they see or they feel something different, and, and a lot of it is Greenville City as a whole. Like you know, the city's doing a great job with making it an uh, an attraction for for outside places. You know, people from Atlanta do want to come here to this you know quaint city and, and a lot of the artsy stuff that's been going on. And that's neat. That definitely helps, you know, the the whole movement that we're trying to create. But other than that, I mean, yeah, I think it's it's the the artwork, and it's funny because now you start to see. I'm not gonna say I started anything, but you start <laughs> to see all these other places, even in the last six months, um, get murals done on the inside. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's always been something on the outside, but now you start to see all this crazy stuff on the inside of people's uh, restaurants. That's and that funny. to me is cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. artwork is, is, is such a beautiful thing and such a, 
a beautiful way to express not just the artist's uh, way of life and, and what that person is going through, but also as like the business owner, because um, I get very hands-on. I'm not going to say I ever pick up a paintbrush, but you know, I say, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's mm-hmm. do that. You do it your way, but this is this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. And it's just been a neat way to create these projects. You know, the Hudson Street is is a little bit more serious right now as far as like the type of murals that they're doing. They're a little bit more realist. But now I have I have a group of guys coming and they're doing some really fun and, and kind of street hip hop graffiti stuff over top of these, you know, really awesome realistic murals that are on the walls right now. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I've seen some of the updates that you've put out on the murals and it's, yeah, it's phenomenal. Would you talk a little bit about, I know that location is going to be different than, you know, than Washington Street is going to be different than the silos place. Can you talk a little bit about what's different about it and, and why y'all felt the, the need to go that direction? Yeah, so that, that's probably the number one thing that like, you know, everybody asks, oh, are you moving Washington Street to the Hudson? And it's like, no. Um, and they're like, wait, you got two pizza places half a mile away from so like how does that make sense yeah so what you get at, at washington street is very much like a, a pizzeria feel even the type of pizza i mean i don't i don't ever classify yourself as new york style because uh, that's not my thing but the slices all day type of pizzas that we do that's washington street yeah uh, a lot of a lot of quick a lot of carry out a lot of delivery stuff hudson street to me was very important because just the way that the, the project as a whole is being built. So you could come there and, and, and have a pizza, a brick oven pizza, uh, which you don't get at Washington Street. You get um, uh, an awesome pizza, but it's out of a deck oven. Brick oven style is just, you know, as, as authentic as it gets to Italian style pizza. A lot more pasta dishes, and, and I say authentic pasta dishes because these are things, these are dishes that are, the recipes are very old. And then again, just like we did with the concept of the restaurants, you know, we found a way to kind of redevelop these recipes and these dishes and, and kind of make them a little bit more modern. Some real funky twist to them, fresh pasta made all day long, uh, which, you know, you have a couple of fresh pasta places, then you have a couple of high-end Italian restaurants downtown. And you know, we've always been family oriented. So, you know, I want big bowls of uh, meatballs and sausage and pepper being passed yeah. on the table. I want big sloppy bowls of spaghetti, like just like you would have at home back <laughs> in the day. Or that's, how, yeah. that's how I grew up. You know, you know, nothing's perfect. I'm not just focusing on on plating as much as you know the quality. It's easy to make something look nice, but I want you to feel like you're you're visiting my family in Italy. What you would get there. And some of the stuff is going to be you know a little bit of a culture shock to people because you know i'd say we're italians cooking italian food and that is very very rare these days you know the authenticity behind belladinas is above and beyond what you can get anywhere else you know and that's that's a big thing for us other than the ambiance and other than i don't care if you come just to get a you know a couple scoops of gelato or a rice ball to go or a take and bake meal you know like I'm, I'm going to make sure that we see you several times a week and not just once or twice a week. Yeah. You know, you're going to come get meats and cheeses and breads and different types of spreads. Um, and that's going to be on your, on, you know, you're going to show up to, to the place on Hudson with, with a grocery list. Yeah. Maybe you get the pizza on the way. So it only takes, you know, a minute and a half to cook a uh, pizza in that oven. 
I love it. Yeah. No, it's funny because you, when you think, you know, at least when I think Italian, I think, yeah, like white, white tablecloth, kind of small portions to some degree, you know, really rich, beautiful food, but very kind of refined. Whereas what you're talking about feels more warm and inviting and messy and more like, you know, what actually happens in, you know, my house and sounds like yours too, um, yeah. which is just a, it's just a different experience, but it's all, really high quality ingredients, high quality dishes that taste amazing. They may look a little messy, but they're amazing to enjoy in it. And, and you enjoy it with family and friends. So I love that approach. Um, so one of the things I, I want to get back to is, you know, you were saying early on, um, this was, you know, food and restaurants, it was kind of always a backup for you, which is interesting because, you know, a lot of people talk about how, you know, risky restaurants are and how, you know, risky it is to start a business, much less to start a restaurant. <laughs> you know, we get questions about that, but it's interesting to hear from your perspective that it was actually uh, more of a security thing that you could go back to it. Um, what, what made you so confident um, getting into it? And obviously now you've got, you know, kind of experience to back it up, but what made you confident about going into restaurants and into um, starting a new business and made that more of a, you know, a security thing rather than this big risk that you were taking? I mean, again, it's the confidence thing is in the food. Like I know that it's, it's a proven concept. We're not trying to uh, reinvent the wheel. We keep it simple. We have down to a science exactly the way things need to be made and the simplicity behind things. And I've never been scared to, to take chances, you know, just because we, we have amazing food and amazing, you know, locations and the places look beautiful it still doesn't mean that we're going to succeed. It doesn't mean that we're going to make a million dollars. It doesn't sure. mean that, you know, we're not, we're not going to lose a place, but the fact that this is not new to us, you know, and, and I have my dad right next to me and I have my wife who's, you know, a, a, an amazing person who keeps me strong and kind of grounded because sometimes, you know, my mind does go uh, in so many different directions on a daily basis, but, you know, I'm not going to put, my daughter's names on anything if i'm not as secure as it gets you know i i i'm not going to sit there and work and be content because i'm so passionate about the food and making sure that like i, I want to get to clemson i want to get to atlanta i want to get to charlotte i want to get to charleston i want to get you know back to myrtle beach and it has nothing to do with my bank account as much as if there's an Italian restaurant there, I, I genuinely believe that they should have our Italian food, you know, or right. our pizza. So again, that's that's probably my selfishness, um, and and I have to kind of find a happy medium where um, I don't I don't try to do too much too fast and be able to focus on these places that are in front of us. And part of that is is you know just the infrastructure, the way it's built, and the way that it's it's put together from day one, and, and it is solid. Because, you know, me and my dad and my wife, like, we're, we're very much involved. You know, we're at every single place, every single day. And at some point, I think we're going to grow to the point where that's not possible. But, you know, we have people that have been with us for, you know, going on a decade that are, that are working for us or, or kind of sitting on the back burner waiting for these other places to open up. And these are very trustworthy people that take, you know, similar care and passion in, in the food they're not going to try to tamper with it and do their own little flavor uh, or at, at this because, you know, they're the chef, you know, in, in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, they all believe in, in what we've been doing. And, 
even new uh, new employees learn real quick, you know, that it's a uh, very simple setup that we have, you know, for everybody. And I think that's that's the biggest thing, you know, when it comes to the the restaurant is, yeah, you know, I was fortunate enough that my uh, my dad was was successful. And again, not not always in terms of, you know, financially, but he had the, the core, he had that base already figured out. And it was through a lot, you know, many, many years and many, many great employees and, and partners and people that he worked with and, and that worked for him uh, that, that we were able to put this together. And I think just that with my twist and, and it, it just, it's given, I think, a, a very refreshing old school, but new school concept and, and just keeping things fun. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, it definitely you definitely accomplished the mission on on that. I think you do a really cool job of yeah, bringing old school and new school together to, to create something really unique. So, last question I have um, is is kind of about the the raise for um, for the silos location, and wanted to hear kind of your perspective on that and what made you want to raise on vicinity specifically. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it was uh, it was the people like. It makes it mean more because now I have people that are connected with yeah. the individual restaurants themselves, you know, and I think that, or I like to think that they feel like they're, they're more than just a regular or more than just somebody that's coming in the restaurant a few times a week and, and Hey, how you doing, Joey? Hey, how you doing, Pat? You know, um, you know, they're actually a part of it. They're actually a part of, you know, why this thing is, is able to grow as fast as I want it to grow. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's greatly appreciated. Yeah. No, I think you nailed it. I mean, they, they are, they're, you know, they've, they've, you know, decided to, to be an owner in the, in the future of, of what you're creating there. And, and there's something really special about that. And so glad you feel that from the, you know, investment community. And it's cool to see people um, that believe in you and believe in the concept and yeah, excited to see, see how it turns out. So, uh, well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Joey. Appreciate it. Wish you all the best of luck and we'll, we'll see you around. Thanks buddy. Thanks for having me. And there you have it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Invest Local Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review and feel free to follow us on any of our social media platforms. And don't forget to tune in next week for more local stories.